Good morning. Welcome to Noblesville First, and those of you watching online, welcome as well. If you're watching from home, we invite you to go find a candle and light it to represent God's presence with you there as God is present with us here as we gather together. We're in the midst of our series, The Greatest Prayer of All, as we continue to bring depth to our understanding of the Lord's Prayer. So I invite you at this time to join in the responsive sharing of our call to worship. God says to us, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers will flow in the desert. The Lord God says to us, do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. God says to us, I am your strength in times of trouble and your comfort in times of sorrow. The Lord does great things, and so we worship God with songs of joy and prayers of thanksgiving. Amen. Let's stand as we join together singing, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee.
Remember that this prayer starts with the word our. That our faith is not an individual one, but is something we do in community. I hope that you'll remember that our prayer suggests that God is the one that gets people to heaven. Our job is to bring earth, heaven down to earth, on earth as it is in heaven. I hope that you remember that this call to live simply as we pray, give us this day our daily bread. And I hope that you'll accept Jesus' invitation to live a grace-filled life with others because we are God's forgiven people. Let us take that spirit into our relationships and into our world. Now, I don't know about you, but I find this part of the prayer, the one that we're going to focus on today, as maybe the most difficult part of the prayer. I struggle with this word temptation, especially with evil. I can't help when I think about this prayer of thinking about Flip Wilson, who was a hugely successful comedian in the 60s and 70s, and what was his favorite phrase? The devil made me do it. I can't help but think of that. Now, you may never have heard of Flip Wilson, but you can go find him on the TV Land cable channel if you want. Flip Wilson used to use church characters, and he would exploit a bit of theology that invited people to not take responsibility for their bad behavior. He'd do something outrageous in plain sight, and then he'd grin into the camera, and he'd say, the devil made me do it. The challenge is, sometimes people are serious when they use that phrase. They're misusing religion to relieve themselves of their personal responsibility. The words temptation and evil shared in this portion of the Lord's Prayer are intended to help us realize how prevalent evil is in our world. It's so predominant that we sometimes fail to realize or appreciate how much it infiltrates our own hearts and minds. Wilson's routine got us all to laugh about the idea that you could acknowledge that something you had done that was terrible, whether it was cheating on your wife, robbing a bank, or playing hooky from school, it was all the same because it wasn't his fault. It was all together now, the devil made me do it. I don't think that's what Jesus has in mind when he talks about temptation and evil, when he shares this prayer to form our spirit. Words are shared to help us take responsibility for our lives and to live a life that brings the kingdom to earth. Now, Adam Hamilton does something in his treatment of this prayer.
he has started this practice in his congregation to ask God to lead us, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Because evil is most easily hidden but persistent in these communal settings. It's so easy to lose our sense of personal responsibility when we're part of a group. So in this time in which we live, the world needs us not just pray this prayer, but to live this prayer. So would you recite it one more time with me, using the emphases that we've shared during this worship series. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this great gift, this prayer. May we pray it from now on with greater depth. May we hear these words and may it translate to how we live our lives. Through Christ who is our Lord. Amen. Good morning. I am Allie Hall, the Director of Family Ministries here at Noblesville First, and I am super excited to talk to you today about our Easter extravaganza. We're super excited to not only bring back the Noblesville First tradition of a community-wide egg hunt, but make it bigger and better than ever. We'll be inviting our Noblesville First families as well as the community members out to Teeter Organic Farm on April 16th from 10.30 to 12. We'll be offering free games and crafts and inflatables, three egg hunt fields, and free goodie bags for every person who attends, filled with Easter treats and information about Noblesville First. In order to make this event a reality, we need volunteers to help with everything from parking to running a game station to hiding Easter eggs to welcoming guests at registration. Basically, if you want something to do on April 16th, we have a place for you to serve. And you can pick just the right spot for you using our Sign Up Genius link online or reaching out to me personally. But whether or not you can help us during the Easter egg hunt, you can help us make this event a success by donating non-chocolate candy and small prizes for the goodie bags. Providing non-chocolate candy and small toys allows us to accommodate allergies and abilities of all the children who might attend our Easter egg hunt. Please bring in all of the donations for the Easter egg hunt by April 10th to my office. We're super grateful for this opportunity to share the meaning of Easter with our community. Thank you so much for helping us bring this vision to reality. Can you believe Easter's just two weeks away? So, uh, Just let me highlight our Easter schedule. It's very similar to what we do each week, except we've added one more traditional service at 11 o'clock here in the sanctuary on Easter morning. We'll continue to have one contemporary service in Celebration Hall at 9.45. The rest of the schedule remains as is, adding 11 o'clock traditional here in the sanctuary. Our Dinners on Us team is excited to reconvene their weekly in-person dinners on Thursdays. 
uh, evenings beginning April 7th, and so we'd like to get that rotation of volunteers going again so that it's not too much work on any, any few people. Uh, we need help setting up, serving, and cleaning up, so please uh, reach out using the connection card or contact the church office, and we will get you connected. And we continue to donate to, to the White River Elementary Snack Drive. They'll come back from school next week, and we uh, want to make sure they have enough candy to get them through the rest of the school year. And we invite you always to use the Next Steps graphic. It's the best way to stay up with what's happening in the church. Any question you might have is most easily answered there. Shares with not only what's coming up the next week, but what's coming down the road. And if you happen to be visiting for the first time, please be sure to touch base with our hospitality coordinator, Pam Kaplinger. Uh, she'll be out in the hall after worship, and she can be reached at pkaplinger at noblesofirst.com. And as always, there's many different ways to give. Uh, you can give here in person as we pass the offering. At home, you can give online using the noblesofirst.com website. Use the give function there. Or download the Nobles of First mobile app, which it's so easy, and it also has a version of the Bible that helped uh, draw.
Good morning. Welcome to all of you that are here at Noblesville First today, and also welcome to all of you that are online joining us. Today we'd like to share some prayer concerns with you as well as some joys and celebrate that way as well. This morning we'd like to share concerns today for Marsha Pollock as she recuperates from a recent heart catheter procedure. We also extend our condolences to the family and friends of Russell Clinton, who passed away Friday morning, April 1st, at Community North Hospital. Final arrangements are pending further notification. We also join Darlis and Jim Witta, who are celebrating the birth of a new great-grandchild born on March 22nd. Arabella Grace Otten, born to granddaughter Carissa and her husband Andrew. It's reported the whole family is doing fine. We also congratulate Pastors Jerry and Jill for their Shine Leadership Awards received at the recent Shine Clergy Covenant Day. These awards were given to pastors for leading their churches through the struggle with COVID-19. Congratulations on that. And we also invite each of you to sign up for a half-hour time slot to pray during our Good Friday prayer vigil. Sign-up posters are available in the narthex to pray in Whitcomb Chapel and in the Great Hall to pray in the prayer room just off Celebration Hall. Now, you don't have to sign up to pray, of course, but you just might be an inspiration to someone else who is just thinking about becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ. Please join us in a call to prayer. O oh God, creator and sustainer of all life, we come to you with grateful hearts, cheered by the return of spring, longer days, and warmer sun. We seek the light of hope that you offer. 
Break into these days of turmoil and uncertainty with your mercy and grace. By the power of your Spirit, lighten our hearts and help us brighten the lives of those we touch. Strengthen us to be your light and your faithful followers this day and every day, now and evermore. Amen. Now let's join together in a moment of silence and take to God what's on our hearts this morning. Then I'll follow with a pastoral prayer and then we'll say
If you did not receive one of these communion cups, I hope you motion, let the ushers bring you one so you can share in this blessed sacrament. On this day, as we remember the temptations, I think it's wise to remember that Jesus was tempted. Remember in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he had to pray, Father, thy will be done, not mine. So we recall that on this night, which was the same evening that Jesus gathered with the disciples and he took that Passover meal, lifted the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Eat this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after having given thanks, he lifted up the cup and said, this is the blood of the new covenant shed for the forgiveness of sins. Drink this in remembrance of me. So now I invite you in this time to lift your cup and find the bread. Let us together eat this as God's forgiven people. And likewise, let us take the cup. which reminds us of the blood that was shed on the cross by Jesus our Lord for the forgiveness of all sin. Drink this in remembrance of him. Let us ask for God's blessings. Lord, you have brought us together. And we pray the our prayer that together we are united as your people. And whatever the world will do to challenge us, whatever evil attempts to infiltrate us, we are a forgiven people and therefore we draw upon that so that you might lead us. Lead us into this world and lead us to unite others in the love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that that love might be experienced and known by all. This is our prayer on this day through Christ, who is our Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm.